Hello, guys and girls, and welcome to episode 31 of the VR Inside podcast. This is a weekly VR, AR, and MR talk show that is live streamed every Saturday on Nathie's YouTube channel. You can tune into the show live at 4 p.m. in Europe, 3 p.m. in the UK, and 9 a.m. in Central US. If you missed the live stream, you can catch up with the whole show as I re-upload it every Sunday to my own YouTube channel, Virtual Reality Oasis. Or check out the audio-only version, which is available on Google Play Music, SoundCloud, and on iTunes. If you enjoy the audio version, please leave us a review on iTunes or on SoundCloud. That will really, really help us out. If you have any comments, questions, or feedback during the show, please put them in the chat. We'll try to answer as many questions as we can. So if you're new to the show, let me introduce you to the gatekeepers of VR. And first up, he likes to become a plumber in VR, but of course won't be able to help you fix your leaky pipes. It is, of course, Nathy. How you doing, dude? You all right? Yes, I'm doing fine. And yeah, I am Super Mario in VR as well. That That's, that's <laughs> the oasis. You can be whoever you want to be, right? So that's the magic of the metaphors, the matrix the oasis <laughs> that was amazing <laughs> <laughs> so can what did you eat Nathan? what did you eat yeah, i want dude. some of what he's having dude i got inspired by the ready player one movie i, I went oh, okay. twice okay and i i i want to go an, an extra time i it's it's such an addicting movie i'm fanboying yeah. here i mean a fanboy recognizes the hater right so i'm <laughs> so next up this guy will show you the inner thoughts of an ape he just loves to monkey around. It is, of course, Rowdy Guy. How you doing, man? Yeah, that's me. Yeah, I'm doing all right. You know, I had a lot of fun playing that one as well. Like, uh, and I, you, you pretty much hit the hit nail on the hat there. Like, I do love monkeying around a lot. <laughs> it's your favorite thing. <laughs> yeah, it's my favorite thing. <laughs> nice, man. Nice. So next up, he likes to go fast and put the pedal pedal to the metal. It is our resident Twitch streamer, of course, Zimtok5. How you doing, mate? You all right? Hey, Mike. I'm good. Uh, spent my morning building a fence because my feckin' monster dog is trying to play escape. So uh, wow. we keep it's It's an arms race, you know? It's just like just more slats of wood, more things, more just freaking wire. <laughs> yeah. Is she so, jumping over it then or is she just like digging under it or what is she doing? It's like it's like feckin' um, what's that what's that film with red in it? Uh, Redemption. Not redemption. I have no idea what you're talking about. With, right there's now. a there's a guy called Red, and they're in a prison. And there's a dog in it. Pokemon. Uh, there's no dog. There's no dog. So what relevance has this got to your dog? I'm you under because you get it. It's like the Great Escape. I'll just say the Great Escape. Feck it. I'll say the Great Escape. Someone's gonna get that, and then I'll be happy. But uh, yeah, she she tunnels, she burrows, she jumps. This you dog should, knows you how to electrify the fence. You know, only <laughs> you can't do that, Rowdy. You can't do that. Or, or you could build like a Berlin Wall again. Like a, a, a record. No, we don't want to do that either. <laughs> okay, it's fake. Jesus, World War III starts right now. And, uh, I like that, that idea. dog will never go anywhere. Electrocute wow, wow. my dog, persecute my dog. Like I tried to like, you know, be like in the voice of the monkey and try to like voice what the monkey was, was saying. Um, it's a it's a pretty interesting title. It's a, it's something um, that I have not tried before in the way that you know you need to climb a lot and you need to like uh, uh, um, do all those like monkey business. Um, I tried to make it in, do it in like a funny way, of course, because that's that's kind of the style that I'm going for. But it is a pretty serious game. Uh, I did not expect it to be um, graphically of that quality, but I do have to say that after 20 minutes, I kind of like was done with the title. 
um it was just like as soon as it turned into like a shooter it kind of lost my interest because there was mm -hmm. nothing else more to do it than just uh, shoot stuff i did like um the beginning of it like the the entrance into the what is it the facility i guess into the facility yeah. and then like uh, you get like uh, that that brand on your on your hand and you know, th those kind of things i did enjoy but after that kind of turned a little bit boring because uh, I saw a bit of your video and you were playing it out like it was like an ape going on a holiday. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. you'd almost like I, I, gone on holidays yeah, exactly. in the wrong place. Like, well, well, basically, because the, the ape, I, I, called him, I called him Chewbacca. The, the ape was called Chewbacca. So, like, <laughs> what are you doing to Chewbacca? You know, like, uh, this is not the agreement that we have. We were planning to go on a nice holiday. You know, this is not the resort. These monkey girls don't look anything like the girls in the brochure. I was like messing around with stuff like that. Yeah. Like, where are my bananas? And, you know, just... I was pretending that the entire facility was one big entertainment park, yeah. yeah, which was fun to do actually because it made my it made the game actually more interesting as soon as yeah. we got to the shooter part, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it was a fun video to watch, definitely, definitely. Thanks. Thanks. So, what about you, Zim? What have you been up to this week, mate? Um, couple of things, mostly finishing <laughs> off old work. So, yeah. Wilson's Heart is a game that I've spent the best part of a year. Uh, working my way through and finally beating so I'm happy about that so finally beat Wilson's heart that was the big one for me uh, for anyone who doesn't know it's an oculus exclusive and uh, it's black and white is probably the main yeah. thing so it's a very noir setting and I like pacing in the game is really weird like it's so well designed you can tell it's been put together by artisans and all that but I have to ask myself, like, like how fun was it, you know, like, from start to finish? Like, it, that's yeah. the that's the problem I have. Like, it's a great story. The art style is fantastic. Uh, a lot of the mechanisms are good. The locomotion kind of is not very good um, because mm -hmm. having to having to point to a node and kind of teleport there is very similar, actually, to the Apes game in that respect, yeah. where where yeah. you're on node-based teleportation, even if there's yeah. locomotion in between. Like, I'm just not okay with that. It just, just not, makes it very linear, right? Yeah, it, it just ruins... The, like, what I said about the Apes game, because I played that as well, it just spoils its own flow. Like, mm. it, it had the same problems that Mirror's Edge on, on PC had some years ago, which is that mm. you have this beautiful, fluid mechanic. And if you know how to use that mechanic, it was great. You felt like Superman. Uh, but if you didn't, it was just like... Uh, 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 like, you just kept stopping. And it was the same thing with the Apes game. Like... Um, my, my, my reaction to that one was very colorful. Uh, it was, we'll come to that later. Though. Yeah, okay, we'll talk about that later. Yeah. Um, but I think that was but, like, pretty much it. Some scary games as well in there. But we're talking about Wilson's Heart because I played it uh, a while ago as well. Mm -hmm. And I, I did enjoy it, but like you say, there was bits of it that weren't so enjoyable, like the no-based teleportation. I thought the puzzles were kind of nice, yeah. but there were some bits in it that were so frustrating, and it was mainly to do with like uh, little mini boss fights. Yeah. Um, with there was ones where like monsters were spawning out of like sludge, and you had to electrify the sludge or something similar to that. Yeah. To kill yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, oh, so you and, did and finish got, it then? You finished. Oh yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. Good, and and if you got if you got if you got it wrong, like you just had to start that whole bit over again. It was just like so tedious. Um, oh, overall, it was like the, the voice acting in that game. It was very good. Really nicely done. Mm. The characters really were good too. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And then. Because I didn't play the full game, uh, I played like an episode just to see what it was about, yeah. and I did enjoy it, um, except for the locomotion part. But that monkey, uh, that little teddy bear, teddy bear yeah, kind of thing, like that freaked me out like so yeah. much. Especially the part where um, 
very in the beginning where you, you need to like run away from it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, man, like that that really freaked me. Even though it's not that scary, but the way it's like played with the sound and you know what is happening behind that glass where he's like yeah. stabbing the woman. Yeah, that, yeah. Like, uh, freaked me out there. Like, oh it, like, man. The thing I have to say though, it does it it changes as it's going along, like quite a bit. It makes a couple mm. of really interesting pivots. Like it so, does. from a story perspective, if you're looking for a story game and you can kind of hang in with the pacing, the puzzles aren't that bad. They're just a little bit contorted and annoying. Jeez. In certain places, it's mm. like like you'll have three teleport points, and then they'll disappear two of them. And then there's one you've got to find in your like 360. And you're like, where am I going next? Or what's the thing I do to escape from this bad guy coming at me? So there's bits yeah. like that that are just really like knock your head against yeah. the wall. But it's not as bad as the other big puzzly game that I'm playing, which is Abduction, which is like you don't even have a feckin' clue how to solve the puzzle. Uh, and yeah. it'll be about connecting different worlds and bits and pieces. So that one's like Monkey Island level terror uh, from a puzzle perspective. So I don't know. But are you still playing that, that now? I'm still playing it through. Yeah, yeah, still playing it through. Abduction is fucking awesome, but it is long. I'd say when I'm done with it, I'll have done 30, 40 hours easy. Wow, nice. You're getting a lot of uh, gameplay for your money there, but do you say it's quite frustrating as well, right? Um, it Yeah, the puzzles are fucking hard, but actually I just upgraded my rating on the game to buy because it is feckin' worth it for the beautiful vistas. And what I'd recommend is, if you're not too much of a puzzle person, just follow a guide. It's still feckin' worth it. It's bloody awesome. And just, you know, if you get stuck, just go back to the guide and do your, the, do your way that way. Because th these missed yeah, games that's are That's the only annoying hard. thing. Like, if, uh, if the puzzles are so hard that I can't solve them, I always think there's something wrong with the game. <laughs> Uh, yeah, nothing wrong with you, Rowdy. Yeah, it's a bug in the game. It's a bug in the game. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, nice. it could be a design flaw if you can't find the the solution, and it's very like I, I played puzzle games that weren't invented the right way, and then I got totally lost. So sometimes you can blame it on the game, but mostly it's just your brain. I don't know. I don't know. Like, the reason I said Monkey Island was, and spoilers here for anyone who's interested in, and again, I'll do, use the hand thing for our visual listeners. Uh, so hands up while I'm spoiling, and I'll drop it when I'm finished. Monkey Island had a puzzle where you had to burn a map off of a guy's back. It was tattooed on his yeah, back, I and then peel that. his skin off. Who the feck is going to think about that? <laughs> I don't know. Because yeah, like, the funny thing, if I got a funny anecdote about that, actually, is that um, I played that game when I didn't have internet at home yet. So I had no way of looking up oh, these kind of things. Yeah. Um, so I was playing that game and I had to like, after like two weeks, I had like a, a friend of mine where I would go and visit. So I had to wait for two weeks up until I could oh, look something up about how I should do it. Uh, so it yeah. took me two weeks looking for that freaking, you know, peeling off the back. Cause that was the exact puzzle that, that I was thinking about when you said Monkey Island, like yeah, yeah, yeah. peeling that off. Like yeah. it's, uh, it was, it was so annoying. Do you ever remember, like, with the Nintendo games, like, if you were stuck in, like, Zelda, that you'd have to ring up Nintendo, Di Nintendo Direct? Oh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, Like, yeah. the helpline, Nintendo helpline. And uh, I remember my friend, like, his parents went absolutely mental because he, like, spent, Backed like, up. 50 quid on, like, Nintendo uh, calls because he was like, oh, yeah, I'm stuck in, like, Jabu Jabu's belly in, like, Zelda. I need to know how to get out. It's like, yeah. his parents went mad. It must have been awesome to work there. Yeah, I had yeah, no exactly. idea that you could call them for tips, Mike. That would have oh, saved me so day, much time. Yeah, I, yeah, I remember I the uh, support number and it's it yeah. having the, the clause, which is like it's 40p a minute or whatever on the back. Yeah. It was it was so expensive. It was so expensive. <laughs> but yeah, we digressed. Um, so yeah, what did you let's do? find out what, uh, what Nathie's been oh, up to this week. 
Yes. So uh, first of all, I received my my award. Oh, congrats! The VR uh, nice. Expo as as the nice. most immersive uh, VR YouTuber of uh, this year. I don't really exactly know what that means, but uh, I do appreciate the award. Um, like VR is very immersive. I mean, we are in the end, we are all immersive YouTubers, right? Um, but uh, yeah, so that, this is some side info here. Um, I, I just wanted to share it because it is awesome to like receive an award. Um, I played uh, uh, Super Mario in VR. Uh, we had mm -hmm. Nimso on the show a while well back, you know? Uh, he, he's the guy, like he's a developer who works on all kinds of like locomotion options and he's, he's trying to reinvent that. and trying all kinds of new stuff so he recently updated uh the super mario bros uh um, demo uh, you can now use your hands so you have like uh mario is gloves and you can see a little bit of your hands um he updated the menu you can now play it with a vive or a rift and yeah you can just walk around so you you uh, physically move and that's the way you walk in in the game and you don't really need to like walk around you just stay on the spot you jog and then you start moving and when you do this like woohoo and then you also jump so it's it's a really really cool way of like uh, experiencing let's say super mario in vr and you can jump on the goombas you can even uh, grab coins you can also smash blocks so if you jump uh, uh, above a block you can also smash it so it's 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 very nice like with motion controllers it's so much better because the mm. first time i played it i had to play it with a rift now a rift is fine i think that playing it with a rift is even better than with the vive because you use the thumbsticks a lot in this uh in this demo but being what, able to use your hands feels so much better what version uh, of uh of of mario is it is it like mario 64 converted or is it just his own build uh, it's it's like uh, it, it it looks like the the first level of of like one of the newer super mario bros games i think it's it's hmm. from the i think it's like like that that nintendo wii kind of era so one mm -hmm. of the newer ones but yes he's using all of the assets that nintendo used as well now that can be tricky but in the end he used a disclaimer so let's hope that yeah. you know um they they will just keep it up i don't think nintendo is going to take it down instead they should just develop something themselves before they take it down. what about that you know yeah like by the way it... by the way Nathie, uh your brother is in the chat and he's saying that you should be careful that you don't melt because the sun is so bright <laughs> oh that roast wow roasted from his own manager in chat wow. well thanks for the tip i appreciate yeah. that um Cheers, David. thanks for your input mate nice one yeah. <laughs> um, chatting and this is the first thing we hear from him well done yeah, <laughs> yeah. but like talking about like nim sony's uh mario thing his um locomotion's called uh walko motion right that's kind yeah, of like yeah. a trademark yeah. of it um and yeah like you say it looks really nice really colorful and vibrant and he was also working on some mario odyssey vr type stuff as well so yeah. i'm interested to see what comes yeah. out uh, of nim sony in the in the near future but he's developed yeah. some really cool things if you haven't yeah. seen it already definitely go and check out the sonic the hedgehog one that he made where you can actually run like sonic and then turn into a ball and spin yeah. and yeah that is crazy like it's a bit yeah. intense if you're new to vr so just disclaimer there can cause a little bit of motion sickness, but if you're a bit of a veteran, then you should be uh, absolutely fine. Yeah. It's all free, by the way. So if you want to check it, it out, you can. So uh, yeah, like I'm not sure if some of you can like uh, drop his website into the like in the chat, and then mm. you guys can just check it out yourselves. It's yeah. it's very very cool. Oh, look it up. Yeah, just look for oh, uh, website called? so Nimsoni. Uh, so it's uh, Nimson NY basically. Itch.io. 
I was about to yeah. ask you, Mike, uh, pronunciation-wise, have we been getting it wrong? Nimsoni? Well, I call him Nimzo, but it's kind of like, I think it's like Nimsoni, like that. Right. Um, but whatever, we can't we can <laughs> Nimzo like, NY. Did we, yeah. did we spend a whole podcast with this guy, like mispronouncing his name? Nimzo, if you're watching, <laughs> tell us. He didn't correct us. He was just happy to be here. <laughs> he's the kind of, he's in his energy, man. He, he, he was, was, he most, was so fun. Awesome, like, like, yeah. guest on the podcast, like, uh, his, uh, like, his level of, like, excitement was, uh, was great. <laughs> it was off the charts. It was, it was over, it was yeah. over 9,000! Yeah. <laughs> oh, so, so this week, now. um... <laughs> I also played uh, Planet of the Apes, but we're going to talk about that more later on. So the only thing I really want to talk about is the fact that I cut my uh, headset cable, uh, like as an <laughs> April Fool's joke. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I, I thought this was going to be a great idea. And so it was like April Fool's. I was like, I've got to put like an April Fool's video out. It'd be really fun. So I was like, how to make your headset wireless. <laughs> so basically, I rigged up my Rift with a, a spare USB cable and then just like did the video like I would do it like a walkthrough guide of like how to set something up normally in my own sort of style. And then I just went and just cut the cable and said, yeah, this is how you do it wireless and use the zip tie. And so this is how it looks really nice. And even sort of did like a, a playthrough, a mock playthrough of like a, a dark game. And I was saying that it was called like uh, the Unlit Canyon and like uh, Into Darkness were the games that I was playing. And it was just, the whole thing was just like, uh, you know, it, it was tongue in cheek, complete joke, obviously. But some people just didn't take it as a joke and people were taking it so seriously uh, to the point that I had a couple of emails saying uh, that people had to actually cut their cables. And this was the thing, like, although I can't be for sure whether they were just joking me around, like trolling me back, um, I, I took it serious enough to sort of take take the video down. So I re-uploaded it and explained the whole thing. But it was such a fun video to make. It's such a shame that people didn't really get it so much. Um, but certainly the people uh, from from sort of our side of the pond they kind of get that kind of humor, yeah, right? Humor. You know, well, that, that's what very... I was going to say, Mike. I know we talked about that to the side, but it's that thing that having lived 15 years over there, 17, 18 now, years over this side, um, yeah. one of the things that I mentioned to you is like that dry humor. Like if you're in the States and you make that kind of a joke, you're, you're meant to insinu like insinuate it like through your voice. And right. it's really funny because like, yeah, some of a large portion of Americans, I'd say, when they hear like, you know, Monty Python or something like that, they just don't get it. Yeah. It's like, well, this yeah. isn't funny. He's just fucking lying. He's like, he's yeah. not. And yeah. it, it's, it's really funny to see those cultural differences come through in April Fool's. Like, I, I loved yeah. your video. I thought it was yeah. wonderfully done. It's like sarcasm, right? It's like, so, like, like, so, like Brits are really, really sarcastic and really edgy when it comes to sarcasm. But yeah, it's, it's kind of lost sometimes on, on, on uh, people from the States. But it was a really fun video to make and I'm glad I could re-upload it and it's still going to stay there forever now but just don't cut your headset cables people it was just a joke at least now um, you've got a uh, you've got a title in case you ever go into the adult film industry mike you know your first film can be 4.1 inches <laughs> 4.1 inches it was funny because like no one really picked up on that because like 4.1 was for yeah. like april 1st i didn't um but yeah, it's a shame. No one really got it. no one really got that. But it was a fun video to make anyway. So that's what I've kind of been up to this week. Um, but let's kick it off uh, with some news. And uh, Zim, you've got uh, some updates to talk about in terms of like a humble bundle for some racing games, right? Because you're that's obviously right. our racing oh. resident racing pro. Resident um, racing. So go for it, dude. Uh, we'd love to know uh, sure. what you've got to say. Sure, sure, sure. So uh, humble bundle at the moment, the humble store. Some of you might know of uh, every so often they do sales that are thematic. So they've got their 
they're racing. Uh, I can't remember the name of it back in now, but um, they've got a racing discount, like a mass discount across a couple of different titles that are really quite good. So my favorite is Assetto Corsa. That's on sale for about nine pounds. Uh, so it'll be somewhere around uh, $10, $10. And that's very good. But all the DLC is discounted as well. So if you literally went to town and bought the base game and all the DLC, you probably wouldn't even break 20 quid maybe 25. Um, there's also Project Cars 2, which is its biggest competitor, uh, which is also a very solid racing game. Um, also VR compatible. So that's another one that's, that's there. And also Dirt Rally. Uh, and Dirt Rally is a game that is available on, I know it was recently featured in a Sony sale on their store. Um, so this is now the PC players getting the advantage to, to jump onto Dirt Rally in case you missed the Steam sale, which was recent. So for again, for about, I think it was six or seven pounds, you can get Dirt Rally. That game's amazing. Uh, it's very good. The only thing I'd say caveat wise is stay looking forward when you're VRing because if you look behind you, there's no car. <laughs> that's, yeah, a right, bit of a fun, right. that's a bit of a fun thing. But the game's amazing. Like Wales, uh, if anyone likes rally games, Wales tracks in that. I've never had a better experience and I like to talk about tactile so whether you've got like a an, an M2 sub pack or a, a, a tactile transducer for your chair your seat or whatever works incredibly well with Dirt Rally probably the best that I have in any racing title would you say that you um you need a racing wheel for these games or can you just play it with a controller no so Dirt, uh, dirt Rally is something that you can definitely enjoy with a controller um right. Assetto I wouldn't say you can race and win in a competitive environment, um, but I suppose that's the thing I'll, I'll just mention as well for anyone who does pick up the games and wants to go have a play. If you've got a, if you've got a, uh, some people actually play. We run a, um, a a Sunday every fortnight event for a set of Corsa players, and we just jump through a bunch of servers together and talk on Discord, and it's it's a great laugh. And some people are actually even playing on keyboard would you believe it so and wow. they're fine and they have a blast and all that so i'd say if you have an xbox controller you're grand and then of course it's a gateway drug and you might end up wanting a wheel yeah. so which are pretty like, like if you if you, if, you like, if you start to like racing games more then then i would buy a steering wheel you know exactly and then you can upgrade you can always upgrade later on you know you yeah. can always buy the game first it never hurts so Especially now with the humble bumble, so yeah. I want to see someone win a race using a dance dance revolution controller. <laughs> <laughs> there, there are there are videos on the internet where I people know. play games like CSGO with a steering wheel or the other way around, or it's like, yeah, uh, what the heck are you doing? So yeah, technically you could, I guess. Some guy actually finished Dark Souls playing it with a dance dance revolution <laughs> map controller, and that is like that's wow. just incredible. What a guy! That's what nice. a guy! That's insane. But yeah, totally. If you're if you're into racing games, uh, that obviously is a great bundle to pick up, and uh, you can join in Zim. Go for it, Rally. What's up, man? Can I say something real quick? Because uh, I can't hear uh, Mike anymore, so I'm gonna have to there's restart something wrong with, uh, is it, the uh, audio with from Rowdy's mic. I think. Uh, just yeah. so you guys know. Go ahead. So um, so so yeah, um, talking about so you're you're hosting these uh, public events, right? Yeah. So uh, we um, racing events. It's, it's, it's kind of crazy. I, you know I like hardcore stuff in general. Mm. So we have 42 servers. Actually, I have a thing printed out here. Uh, so we have like 42 wow. different servers that go through all the base tracks in the game and some mod tracks, uh, which just means you download and you pop it into the tracks folder. And mm -hmm. um, it's, it's hardcore because it's 100% damage, mixed weather, uh, so sometimes it's like pissing rain and all that kind of stuff and and also cold tires Which means the tires are warmed up so your car is a little bit more slippery But then it's just all of us on a track and we just try to do it's usually 10 minutes qualifying and then um, and then we do uh, 
three laps and whoever takes it takes it and sometimes we do nice. rally sometimes we do like gt style there's all different types of racing we do we just hop between stuff and have it a fun so for four hours on a sunday every in? two weeks nice how many players can you have in uh, in a game uh it's restricted by the map so whatever however many right. race slots are on the particular map we're playing so we, when we start right. off we start on the lower number ones like you know two or five or eight or whatever but um yeah. generally 24 is the max for the majority mm -hmm. of our Ooh, servers yeah. That sounds decent though. That sounds like a right laugh. Awesome. It kind of uh, makes me think of like the race scene at the beginning of Ready Player One, everyone on the grid sort of like in their own cars getting yeah. ready to fly. No, that, that totally fired my cylinders when I saw that in, in, in the film. I was like, okay, I want to race that. That looks like yeah. a really good race. I, you know, <laughs> I, I, I just want to go backwards really fast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Pedal to the awesome. metal. Yeah. Pedal to the metal, you know. So, talking about things that fire our cylinders, we're going to talk about Beat Saber, uh, as this has just been announced from the developers called Hyperbolic Magnetism. That is Whoa. the most epic name for a yeah, development studio. Yeah, that's a studio. nice name. I like that. So, they're actually a Czech Republic studio, um, oh. and yesterday they announced the release date. Thankfully, we finally know when this is coming. It's going to be coming to the HTC Vive and the Oculus Rift on May 1st. So make sure you put that in your diary. Uh, if you've been living under a rock and you don't know what Beat Saber is, well, it's a unique VR rhythm game where your goal is to slash the beats, which are sort of represented by these little cubes uh, that come down a, a track towards you. And you've got these awesome looking lightsabers. Oh a red one and a blue one. And basically you use the, the corresponding lightsaber to hit the, uh, the beat in time with the music in the right direction. So there's a few elements there. It looks very, very simple and, and very basic, but obviously like most things great that are sort of simple and basic, it's got this kind of real sort of uh, mastery to it where if you want to look like a total badass, which you do in this video, which we're probably showing you right now, mm -hmm. you're going to have to be pretty good at this game because this is like on hard mode, I'd imagine. But uh, it kind of reminds me of like if uh, if Guitar Hero and Fruit Ninja had a little cute, beautiful <laughs> VR baby. That's what this game would be. So uh, I'm, I'm pretty excited about this one. This is exactly a game that I want to play with a pair of Steam VR knuckles because then I I, oh. I will never lose them. You know, because I see this video and it's like they just just turn it around and it's like how can you even hold it like that? But if yeah. it's like on your hand, then you don't really need to. That would be nice, but it looks so, looks like a, a an, an like an audio shield 2.0 kind of game. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All the music apparently is composed to perfectly fit these sort of handcrafted levels, and the, the team's goal. Nice. Yeah, yeah, definitely. The, the goal from the beginning for the team was to make sure they make it a game that sort of get people dancing, get people excited, having a great time and sort of really sort of throwing themselves into cutting these cubes and avoiding the obstacles and, and really having a great time. And uh, I really think they've nailed it. Like, for, you know, these videos of the, the game players have been going viral, you know, on, on Facebook, Twitter and Reddit and on YouTube as well. Um, and, and the music that they've chosen for the game as well has been such a great fit so far. Like, when you hit a cube, it makes that such a satisfying beat noise uh, that you really sort of feel like you're part of the music as it's as it's going. A bit like what Thumper did, really. You know, it really sort of yeah, yeah. does like, well as to immerse you, you and get you in the zone. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to ruin the video for all of you guys. I just noticed okay. something. Okay. Go on. When, oh, the girl, no. when the girl puts the headset on at the beginning, the right ear cup is off. It's out. And she leaves it out for the duration of her run. It is. Okay. We have been lied to. Why? <laughs> 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 no, no, no. Uh, but that? I think. So what, what difference does that make? 
Yeah. What difference does that make? Well, it it, it doesn't. It doesn't. It's just it's funny because oh, okay. her left her left cup's on, left the right one's uh, off. What an she, anticlimactic moment! I'm waiting for him to like tell yeah. me a little Maybe, secret. I don't. Someone know. Someone out there is, will understand I, I, me. I, I would imagine it's because everyone behind her in the studio is just losing their minds because they've got it pumped out of like massive speakers. It's just like a massive like crazy house party behind her as she's going nuts. Mm. But That's what the, I think anyway. But the, but the dual audio strap, um, and this is the, I don't know who designed it this way, but it's totally more comfortable with you, if you've got four or five people in a room with you, to have it in the outward position than on your mm. ears because you can hear them perfectly and still oh, hear the game perfectly. And you look right. like a feckin' dog with the, the dual audio strap, I, like, kicked out to the sides. It, it, it's, it's funny, though. Like, if you watch my videos, like, my, my uh, earphones are always behind my ears. I never wear them on my ears because I like to hear myself as well. Because if you, let's say, I'm not sure if they were talking here, but if you play with people, you also want to hear yourself. So if you have one in your ear and one behind you, then it's always very nice, like, to have that as a combination. So I, I do get it. Have but you... is it like completely gone or is it just behind her ear because putting it like off? No, it's, just, just, it's just out like off. that. It's just out to the side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, no, sorry, just, it just, it just, I just saw it. I was like, I've unlocked the secret. I know it was not a big thing. Um, <laughs> there was no but I mean, I don't know. Someone said something on Reddit that stuck with me since I first saw the, the first trailer of Beat Saber. And that was, if you imagined her doing this with a pair of sticks and not lightsabers, isn't it like a lot less exciting? Like even if they were just ninja swords, uh, sorry, Karen will yeah. kill me for saying that. Um, uh, in fact, what's the real term for a ninja Katana. sword? Katana, shit. Yeah, I, th I think that's the thing about this game though. Like the combination of the music and the bright colorful visuals and the fact that, that most of the videos showing it off have been this like mixed recorded, uh, mixed reality sort of recorded footage yeah. just makes it look a really great way of showing off VR, like even someone that doesn't know necessarily VR, they see this and they go, I understand exactly what that means. Like I understand yeah. exactly what she's looking at. I understand I exactly what you, she's doing. Yeah. And, and that's why I think it's such a, a great uh, way to, to show yeah, off totally. what VR is capable it's, of. It's basically a very simple mechanic, but if it's done well, then it can bring a lot of people to the platform. Yeah? Well, exactly. Like Guitar Hero, you know, did insanely well, you know, same with like uh, Rock Band, you know, people love those kind of rhythm beat games. And I think they've just really nailed it with the visuals and the, the art design and, and the mechanics and the music as well. Like everything, it's just come together so nicely to create something that I think, uh, you know, I'm, I for one, I'm really excited about. I'm, I'm always um, the dissenting the opinion, but I wanted to uh, just, sorry, Rowdy, go ahead. And people in the chat seem to be very excited about it as well. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. It looks good, but I'm just wondering track wise, like I've, I've played basically every rhythm game that, that there is. Cause I love that stuff with a sub pack. It's great. Um, mm. And I am looking forward to playing this, but I'm nervous about how many tracks they have. And the fact that yeah. as far as I'm aware so far, you can't play with your own music. It doesn't have no. a dynamic generation. These are just fixed, locked tracks. So, but to be honest, like having played games that do it from your own tracks, yeah. it never oh, works very well. No, you're, you're, you're always, no in yeah. my opinion, with yeah. a, a curated track list that is perfectly synced with the with the beats. Yeah. yeah. Plus, this one is like this is like a, a next level uh, rhythm game because in the end, you you slice through a block, and that takes like like a few seconds. You know what I mean? And usually, you you hit like a bubble or something, and then it was gone. This takes this is like more than only just hitting something. It's also about you're, you're just cutting through the beat, you yeah. know? So I don't think that's gonna like just, it's not going but to be a the, the only to issue, match up with that. What I mean from with that, so, so I, I obviously take your point. I think that's valid. Mm. Um, they're not gonna have 40 tracks with this though. 
right? So they they haven't actually said how many tracks they're going to have on release yet, but they've de- they've probably shown off maybe two or three. Yeah, that's right. uh, in YouTube videos, and they've been like pretty decent tracks. Oh, I agree. They've, been, uh, they've all been they, very hopping. Like I love them. They, they could, for example, make like a like a track editor or something, so that people can make their own tracks still to mm, the I beats. Hope something I think, like that. I think that will still be still will mm. be possible to do that. Yeah, uh, because just then that... you can still fine tune it uh, yourself and download packs and. Uh... Mm. I think uh, come come the first of May, I think there's going to be everyone is going to be jumping on this video. There's going to be YouTube content creators going nuts for this one, I think. Um, but if you're interested, uh, the mixed reality video that we're showing right now was mm. was created by a company called Live uh, L I V. Uh, they've partnered up with Beat Saber to show off how cool it looks in mixed reality uh, sort of view. And the thing is, like, mixed reality was a, a real big thing. Like, you know, Viver and Tribal Instincts, they were making some really great mixed reality videos back in the day. That seemed to have, like, died down a lot now. Like, no one really seems to be making mixed reality content anymore. And that's a real shame because when you nail it and it looks as good as this, it's such a great way to show off uh, your footage. Right. Um, if you're interested in sort of making your footage look like this, just check out uh, the Live tool, which is available on Steam. You can download it for free, and they've got a really active uh, Discord where you can sort of talk to the developers, and they'll tell you how to get it set up perfectly so you can capture something as good as this. But obviously, you're going to need a, a green screen, a decent one, uh, some good lighting, a webcam, uh, you know, and, and a little bit of patience as well, because it takes a little while to get set up, even though the tools do make it simple. Um, but yeah. I, I think that uh, I, I think I, I would love to try this like mixed reality wise. What would be even funnier is like, let's say I, I uh, fly Rowdy over to my place and he's going to jump over the blocks next to me. So I'm going to hit them and he's just going to like ninja jump over all the blocks in the middle. Like having mixed reality. Yeah, like, and then Mike in the corner, like with his head, like, hey, like, like hidden, hidden secrets. And like, I've never seen actually like a mixed reality uh, set up with like more people in one scene. Yeah, they have like originally with, uh, how is it called that, uh, that uh, contraption game? One Fantastic contraption. Yeah, exactly. They, they've been doing a lot of work with mixed reality, and even they built an entire scene in mixed reality with the couch. With where the you couch. Could like, yeah, yeah, they were could... they 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 were the first ones really like doing that. Yeah, yeah true. Uh, yeah. But, they but what I, with multiple people. But Mike's right. I mean, I haven't thought about it for ages, but mixed reality content is barely well, out there at the moment. Effort. Yeah. Too much effort. Honestly, when 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 they when they announced it and when they showed it off as well, I was like, okay, this might be like the next level way of how people want to watch VR. But apparently, it it seems more like an extra fun bonus that you want to add to yeah. the videos you make sometimes. Well, it but depends, this one, if, like this. Sorry. Yeah, it depends as well because if you look at like for example, Job Simulator. Uh, what they did with that, they even introduced like dynamic lighting into the mixed reality scene. And if you can yeah. bring stuff uh-huh. like that to like uh, the the platform, I think that would be awesome. But the, I think the main problem with uh, with mixed reality is that it, at the moment it is it's too static. You have just one camera, yeah, well, and right. it takes a lot of time to set that up. So you you record that, and then yeah. you maybe record another scene with another static camera. But yeah. it's like it's a lot of effort to get like some footage then. So, like, yeah, you're right in that it, it does take a bit of effort, but the live tool does make it simpler. Like, I'll, I'll give it that. Like, it does make it mm. simpler, but you do need to spend a bit of time fine-tuning it. Mm. But you can actually have a dynamic camera with live as well. So, say if you've got, like, a Vive tracker, you can put that on a camera and have a moving camera then. But obviously, you need yeah. then a second person to operate that camera. Yeah. So. I, I think I think that's what Rowdy is talking about, like a virtual camera that you can time. It's like, okay, you move from that side to that side, and right. you can time everything, and it's more, like, alive or more... Yeah. Playful. Yeah, of course. 
the, the the production time and effort is is way higher but i think if you if you execute it well like they have done in these videos then you can come out with something that looks really really cool yeah um, definitely so yeah, uh, Beat Saber is expected, like I say, on the first of May. Uh, the estimated price at the moment is nineteen ninety nine in US dollars, fourteen ninety nine in British pounds, and uh, yeah, you can check out Live. Obviously, the tools for mixed reality capture they're for free and available on Steam right now. So let's move on to Skyrim VR. Oh my days! So this came out on the third of April, and uh, I'd never played Skyrim before in my life, so I was no? really no never. What? I know, right? So, Lucky uh, dude. I'm not alone anymore. Zim, you're not the only one. On I the know, planet. I know. I'm not the only one who got to here. Oh, how cute. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Sorry. So <laughs> I, was, I was, of course, intrigued because there was so much hype around the game, right? But I, and I have to say, I was, I was pleasantly surprised because after all the uh, other Bethesda launch titles just recently, Doom VFR, uh, Fallout 4, you know, with all the performance issues that I had trying to play those games, I was like a bit worried about when Skyrim came out, but... I'm really, really pleased to report that the game runs really, really well, actually, on the Rift. Uh, obviously, uh, I've been checking it out uh, from other people's channels on the Vive as well, and they seem to be having a great time with it without any performance issues as well. And th the thing is, what amazed me the most is that the game is obviously like 10 years old now. See you later, Nathy. Um, <laughs> it's 10 years old now, but um, still manages to sort of uh, live up to the current sort of generation of VR titles. You know, some of the environments are really, really impressive. Um, you know, the, the models, uh, you know, look great. Um, so, yeah, I was really, really surprised. So I don't know if you guys have been checking out um, Skyrim VR as well, or uh, have you sort of skipped on it because you've been playing it on the PlayStation already? Well, yeah, that's, technically... that's a little bit my problem that that happened to me. Like, I didn't actually record uh, any Skyrim videos anymore because I've played already so much, both on PC and also on... Um... How's it called on the PlayStation VR? But I yeah. haven't actually got into uh, the PC version yet. Just didn't have time yet. There's been so many titles that have been coming out. That's true. Yeah, that's true. So, Nathy, I don't know what's going on with your camera, dude, but it's just saying connecting right now. Um, so, okay. I don't know. Oh, my. I can still see myself, but okay. Uh, okay. Can anyone can, can anyone else see Nathy? No. Or is no. he just no. he's, a, he's, he's a he's a lovely Nathy, colorful. Nathy he's waving now. Can you see me waving? No. Okay. No. <laughs> he's stuck in the metaverse. Right. Yeah. So he's going to rejoin again. Um, there we go. Yeah, there there we go. he is. Hey. He's back again. Yeah, I, didn't, I, didn't, I, I, I used one of my Skyrim magic spells. You know, I was like, I'm going to use my disappear right now yeah. because my moment because I, I haven't played it on pc yet and i should be ashamed of that of course so like hiding was the best moment for me at that moment but I'm hey ashamed. uh anyway <laughs> uh, yeah, it seems totally legit <laughs> but i i think that you know skyrim on pc because it's so old it's performance wise it's not really a problem so that's very nice and then you can mod so much over it before it really starts to like weigh heavy on your pc and that's that's amazing so yeah. I, I didn't expect Skyrim to be like a big hitter on PC as well because we, we saw the impact on like PlayStation VR and I was like, yeah, of course it's on PC. It's also going to be popular, but not as much as the PlayStation VR because they usually promote it way more than what they do on, you know, uh, PC. But in the end, if you see how many people are talking about this, how many people on Reddit and yeah. Steam VR and uh, like every, you see topics everywhere. Hey, how can we mod this? How can we do that? And everyone shares and everyone is like, very excited for it so it's yeah. it's super nice the only thing i'm waiting for is that multiplayer mod in vr 
Yeah, I... yeah, that would be that would be really cool. That would be really cool. But like I said uh, in in last week's show, I think it was, I said that oh, Bethesda said that you know they're not going to be uh, supporting any mods. But it seems like the community have totally like. No, day day that, two that, they had mods that, mods already friend. working. Yeah, and there's already yeah, lists up. But yeah. I, I found it I found it really funny, like what Nathan said. Like uh, out of the three subreddits which I frequent, so there's the Oculus one, the Vive one, and PSVR. It's like Skyrim, Skyrim, and well, I've found a lot of them looking at Wipeout. To be honest, there's like loads of Wipeout <laughs> fans going crazy on that. But I didn't play it on on PC. Um, I and for a reason, right? I think a lot of people have bought the game. The most I've heard someone buy it is this being their fifth purchase of the game at full wow. price. Uh, and if you love Skyrim, then by all means, and if you haven't played it in VR, then just do it. Um, mm-hmm. I've said it before here, Skyrim on PSVR is still my favorite VR experience over the 600 games I've played. So it, it hands down, the ability for me is not about following the game, but it's like taking, for me it feels like going on a gamer vacation. <laughs> Like, you, you hop right. into the world, and you just wander. And then you, whatever you wander upon, like, the depth of the things that you just wander into, you can yeah. spend two hours down a dungeon. Like, and, and it, it almost feels like it's just like this happenstance that happened. It wasn't a designed experience. It wasn't triggered. You just happened upon it. How much wow. content... I don't know how they QA'd the game. Like, yeah. it's so big. And, Mike, you'll, you'll have only scratched the surface at this point. But, like, mm. what are your first impressions of the game? I'm really keen to hear. So... The f- like hashtag spoilers there is going to be a couple of spoilers mentioned here but it's only within like the first five minutes of the game anyway so don't oh, worry okay. um, so the first scene where you sort of arrive and you're about to get executed and then the dragon turns up i was just like holy feck this is awesome and uh, it felt like i was a bit like in an episode of game of thrones or something you know with all that kind of chaos going on and having to escape and then finding a little buddy and then going into caves and slashing some uh, some spiders up I, I really enjoyed it but i think the thing for me is that i don't really enjoy those games normally do you know what i mean like i've never been like one to try it the pancake version as it were um so although i really appreciate what they've done here and they've executed it really well the performance is great and, I, and from what i played it's, it's very enjoyable it's just not my kind of genre of a game no. You know, um, I'm more of a kind of a sci-fi fan. I don't really enjoy the fantasy stuff, um, but I, I I really enjoy the fact that something like this exists because there will be people out there that is going to absolutely love this and spend like a hundred plus hours in this sort of to me, world. To me, it and, sounds and like we need to find it. a replacement for Mike because I don't. <laughs> We're not allowed to have an opinion anymore. <laughs> Clearly, okay. Let's just take a vote in chat. If you want us to remove Mike. What? Yeah. If you want us to keep Mike, six. Yeah. Go for it. Uh, yeah. No, but I, I think like compared to, let's let's say if we compare a Skyrim VR's launch on PC to the one mm. of Fallout, like the impact Skyrim had was so much bigger than that yeah. Fallout. But maybe that was also because of the performance issues. But like the, it, it's so good to have a game that That's just good. works. It, it, it just it, it performs right. I think a lot of people can play this with with minimum spec, with with maximum specs. I think this is a game that a lot of people can enjoy. Not only hey a PC master race uh, peeps. No, everyone can just jump in there, and I think that's very good. Plus, you know, it's yeah okay. Maybe they should have like lowered the price a bit because it's still pretty expensive. Like after so many years, they don't drop the price. I think that's very strange because almost every game 
next to let's say gta and maybe some others the prices do drop after a while but skyrim seems to always you know but i think it's it's worth the money it's not like you're like this is a next level experience you know if you bought it for a pc and you bought it for your playstation before vr was there then yes you had the same experience but now you're in the game okay you're not looking on your pancake monitor no yeah. you're actually in the freaking game so yeah. and you can mod good. whatever you want you can make this game like you can be uh, let's say link you can add like uh, his shield or his sword you can you can mod whatever you want if you want to ride a piata instead of uh, a horse be my guest you can do whatever you want i, I gotta ask a question to mike here uh, well firstly mike you get to stay it was unanimous no one voted you <laughs> off the island Okay. Thank you. That's Thank pretty you. good for the internet, honestly. Most internet polls <laughs> I do, they vote you off I was like good impressions. Yeah. <laughs> so people so, like uh, it, Mike. Thanks. It's been nice knowing you guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I was wondering because something I see in that first like ten minutes, um, I, I seem to see this having done the same thing myself. People stumble upon the fact that you can loot bodies, and inevitably mm. they stumble upon a, a young lady, uh, and and end up stripping her down to her underwear uh, and right. <laughs> it's just funny seeing the reaction it's like oh my <laughs> that yeah. Was funny. yeah i have to say like the the, the melee combat was uh, a bit dis disappointing because it felt a bit off like you know mm. you're whacking people with a sword or an axe or whatever and there was no real sort of feedback in terms of like haptic feedback and uh because they need like maybe two or three hits maybe four to kill them you just kind of just felt like you were just kind of wa yeah. waving in midair whereas yeah. the bow and arrow actually felt way better and, and casting spells actually felt way better yeah. as well but then, um no haptic feedback on the strike the shield is pretty cool i don't think so i, I don't rec i don't recall there being any because mm, on the move controllers on psvr that's the that's the number one reason why actually i didn't mm. people are going to find this very odd uh, especially because a year ago, I would have shot me for saying this, but on the move controllers, uh, the the feedback and the control design, which is basically hold down a big button and move forward, and if mm. you want to go backwards, you just you know turn that around and you're running backwards. But that yeah. like works so well, and it was yeah. really surprising because after having used the move controllers in a number of things and then felt kind of restricted by it, I was so impressed when this came out and it was just like a simple design and it worked so well. And then it was me begging for that motion control support in other games. So I actually yeah. do, almost don't want to try the PC version to kind of <laughs> not like the control support they've got there and think about, oh God, all these people are exposed to this with a yeah. slightly less good I did not, version. I did not like the, the PlayStation VR move controllers in the beginning of Skyrim because I found it, it took me maybe an hour before I got like the controls right, yeah. especially in the menus Lots and the selecting, just because I don't have a thumbstick. Yeah, I, I don't particularly like it. I don't think it's optimal. I think there's better ways of doing it. I'm not saying the PC version is optimal either. I do but like Michael oh, the the when you have a shield and a sword in there, like the blocking and right. the stabbing. I think that yeah. is pretty. I also think that if you go through the menu in Skyrim, you can, I'm not sure if it's the same on PC, but you can just uh, uh, just uh, swipe, you know? I think that's a very nice way of oh, going great. through the menu. So but uh, as Rowdy said, like like Skyrim, so many buttons, normally you were playing it with a keyboard, and now you have to yeah. put all those those keys inside a controller. So, yeah, it... it like I think this game is, is maybe sometimes a little slow, and you need to take your time to find like the right. But after a while, you're like totally into the game. And then, mm. also uh, for the people that played Skyrim and 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 almost finished it or or finished it, 
there is like one mission that is pretty fun and there's no spoiler like uh in there um you you have to like infiltrate into a building so it's kind of like like being being james bond and go inside and you're like dressing up as someone but it's it's really it's really fun to just just you know sneak around in vr and then just just no, it's not a spoiler. <laughs> but it's just fun, and then and then and then you can just just eat bread and stuff while people are not watching. You know, it's like, are they looking? And I'm like, like like you know, healing up a bit. So it's yeah. it's like, like those Smeagol missions where you really need to like ninja around is always really fun. I mean, messing around with Skyrim in the first place is always fun, man. Like I got chased by the by the people in the first village the first time because I killed one of their chickens. I was like. I can just do that, right? And then even, the, even the kids were chasing me. I was like, oh, okay, sorry. By, by the way, Mike, did you try magic in the game? Like fire oh. spells and stuff like that? No, no. Although I, I saw like saw some of that uh, from other videos, and it did look really impressive. It did look fun. That's, that's so cool to do that in virtual reality. Just like have like yeah. the, the fire. And, like, yeah, it feels so good. Like that. And, and also, because people have been saying in, in the chat as well, like Mike should still like try to get to uh, get his first dragon shout. Uh, right, you should still try getting that because I, yeah. I, I gotta I, defend I bit, though that corner. The, though. Bit, the bit that put me off, like, yeah. is just standing there and listen to someone talk for like five minutes. <laughs> yeah, like, well, yeah. That's, yeah, I, 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 I game, get it, I get it, I get it. But you know, I've got like what everyone has ADHD, attention deficit disorder now, and I just can't, you know. Uh -huh. Uh, like dialogue-wise, it can be very slow. But if you want to, you can also skip it. But if you really want to get into the story, you of course want to listen to everything. Um, but, but it's, yeah, it's also indicative it's of where we are um, with VR, though. I mean, like, so Mike's mm -hmm. kind of saying, like, this game isn't really for me. Tried it, and you know, not not so my thing. I I think it's really nice now that actually we have these different channels. Like, we didn't mm -hmm. have this. Maybe we started to have it in 2017, but in the years prior, you just didn't have enough content in each of the kind of streams to mm. satisfy your appetite and it was kind of like you were starving and you're like i'll take anything anything that's good yeah, in vr yeah. i'll just take it and i'll eat that and i'll be happy but now yeah. we're starting to get picky which is which is really great we're like falling back into almost like you know if we were playing on console or on pc mm. i have a need okay. and i have i have a desire if, for this if thing you, if you take like a year ago and uh, skyrim would come out and you would say i haven't tried it yet like that would be like what like but but that's like the only game you should play in virtual reality, you know? Well, now, like, there's so many things that are coming out. And there's so many things that you can try and taste from that that can happen, that you haven't tried Skyrim VR out yet, yeah. even and though it's, it's funny, now all platforms in VR. It's funny because if I was going to be a betting man, you know, like six months ago, I would have bet on Doom VFR being the best title out of the three, right? I think but we all did. It just turned out that, in fact, I still think this now that Skyrim is the better game out of the three of them. Um, it's just yeah. because it's not my taste. It doesn't mean I don't appreciate the fact that like, it is an no, excellent no, wait, game. Wait, wait, wait. So, so the thing is, let's say if they made Doom VFR just like Skyrim in a way where the mechanics are kind of like parted in, it maybe it was even a better game in the end than having actually them trying something new that they don't mm. have experience with yet. You know mm. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like like Skyrim, Skyrim doesn't do anything new VR wise. It just works, and people know how it works. And yeah, I with, still miss with the with interaction. They tried there. something new there, and with the hand interaction. Yeah, yeah, I still miss that. That I can't like pick something up. Yeah, that is like, like when I go to yeah. something, I need to press a button. Yeah. I still miss that. Yeah. yeah. So uh, before we move on, that's what Mike usually says. I'm cheating here. Um, but Tom says, those of you that also have a Windows Mixed Reality headset should give it a try. 
because it's the first game that takes advantage over the uh, over the uh, wire controllers using both the sticks and the pads. So mm, that's uh, interesting. That's something that you've mentioned before as well, Nathy. Oh. Right, that you like yeah. the fact that you've yeah. got both. Yeah, yeah, that is interesting. There was another question in chat to your comment earlier, Nathy, which related to related to the knuckles controllers and whether or not we have any info on when they're coming out. I think we don't. No, no, we don't. No news yet. Unfortunately. That the, the 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 knuckle controls are prototypes so for development reasons but they are not a consumer product yet so and and, and before i start off a crazy war again like i did <laughs> last time our guess right unanimously was that it's going to kind of be bundled with some valve game that maybe yeah okay out. let's let's not get it no 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 stop 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 no no no, 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 no. okay that's enough Okay, but yeah, so going back to Skyrim, uh, if you want to pick it up, you can pick it up right now on Steam. It's fifty nine ninety nine in US dollars, thirty nine ninety nine in British pounds. No so, Oculus Home? What? No, 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 no. Steam, Steam VR only. But okay. obviously, and works on the Rift. And you can play works on the Rift. Oh yeah, of course, PSVR as well. And uh, yeah, like uh, our friend said, there you can play it on Windows Mixed Reality headset as well, which is kind of cool. Yeah. So. Let's move on then to uh, Crisis on the Planet of the Apes. This also came out on the same day as Skyrim. So why you would do that, I have no idea. It's like literally suicide as a, as a VR title to come up against Skyrim, I think. But anyway, oh, yeah. you know, I think it, it actually probably sold quite well because uh, a lot of people were talking about it, a lot of people were playing it. Um, but it was available on the Oculus Rift, HTC Vive, and PSVR. Uh, the game itself takes place five years after the outbreak of simian flu, which kind of wiped out half of humanity, basically, which was kind of de depicted in the, the Planet of the Apes movies, which if you haven't checked out, I'd recommend you check them out. They are really, really cool movies. And uh, like uh, Rowdy said at the beginning, you kind of play the whole game from the perspective of an ape who's been captured and held prisoner at this kind of scientific facility. Uh, the evil humans want to sort of like experiment on you so you can get a cure for this like simian flu that's uh, killing everyone off. So your goal is to try and sort of break free uh, with your little monkey friends and sort of get back to your sort of jungle to meet up with Caesar, obviously the leader of the, the apes uh, and uh, sort of plan your, your future from there. Um, but, you know, I, I played through the game and I thought it, overall it was actually pretty average. There were some bits that I liked a bit like what you mentioned at the beginning, Rowdy, uh, like the climbing elements I thought were really well implemented. Um, also, the interactions that you have with the other apes, like in those segments where you're sort of planning an escape when you have to beat your chest to uh, distract a guard to come over yeah. or, you know, they're explaining what's going on and how to move forward. Those bits were fantastic, I thought, because they were clearly like motion captured. So an actor or someone had gone into a suit and, you know, acted out those scenes. So they looked really smooth and really impressive and, and believable. But it just unfortunately, it just didn't happen enough. Like you felt like you was a solo on your own you know most of the time so because so, exactly. uh, that's what i was thinking as well like you know it's 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 taking those kind of concepts in the beginning of the game mm. and you get like intriguing you think like oh this is neat like you know and then like that's the first 20 percent, and then the 80 percent that comes after that doesn't yeah. have any of that anymore and it's just a shooter which yeah. i think is a bit Shame because like, I was totally. more like, like sneaking and like trying to like uh, hide in a facility and you need to hide from the guard or there's so many things that they could have done with that kind of concept and like you need to call the other apes or whatever because they they could use that like multiple times where you beat yeah. your chest and yeah exactly like, they only used it once right yeah they only used it once which I found a bit strange yeah. I have to yeah. say for me let me let me know if this resounds for you right 
you're a director, right? And you're writing a script. You're writing a script, and then um, and then all of a sudden somebody marches in and says, "Sorry, funding's been cut." And yeah, you go, well, "All right, yeah. feck yeah. that." And uh, that's how this felt. It felt like the start mm. was like pristine, really polished, great mechanics. Yep cool motion system. I know it was point to point. I thought they could have made that a little bit more fluid. But the beginning and and the feckin' hairy arms. I mean, who didn't stand there for like 3-4 minutes looking at your hairy arms and being like, "Yeah, this feckin' I'm an cool. ape now." Yeah. That was awesome. Yeah. For them for them to have done what they did with this game, I was livid. It is one of my bigger rage streams that I've had in in my time. Rage so if you want to check the vod out, it's still around for a week or something. But no, literally, I blew my top at this game because I think that the producer, whoever they are, uh, how they decided to do this, I hope that their funding got cut or whatever happened because that's exactly how it felt. And that shooter rubbish all the way up to the end was, mm. it felt like playing a game from the mid 90s. You know, mm. it's like this peanut shooter shooting gallery thing with yeah. always mm. two soldiers pop up that you got a cap and then another two pop up and then another two. Oh, now one's behind you. That's not gameplay. Not only that, but also the the level design. It went like downhill from there. It was boxes. Like, yeah, like, and I fell through them. I mm. fell through. I mean, I didn't show that in the. In the <laughs> you did because I had like a story. I had to. I had to like maintain. <laughs> but uh, I felt. I think I because every time I had to climb somewhere, like I had to climb like on to like a next floor. If I didn't pull myself onto the floor completely. I would just keep on falling through all yeah, of the floor. That's true. Yeah, that's Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Somebody really had to pull yourself up. So, so I haven't tried this game, and for me it was first of all like when they announced, it, I was like, so why is this? Is this like, is this going to promote a movie that is going to come out? Is this just a random game? What? Well, since it's when are there Planet of the Apes games? Because I never played one. I played that yeah. one where, on, on like the on the uh, PlayStation where the apes had like a red button on their hats, but that was like a total different uh, thing. Okay. Um, like the, those little. Uh, but anyway. Oh, that. Um, one. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, the twirly I'm, hat, like, you mean? Yeah, yeah. The white, like a white hat with like, yeah. yeah. But. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I, for me, it felt so random. Like, why is this yeah. coming out? Why do I need to care about this game in the first place? Yeah. And then well, I looked I think... at the trailer and I was like, yeah, I don't know if I... And then I watched your video where you have that restricted uh, gameplay movement. It was like kind of same like Wilson's Heart, right? Where they yeah. went into a certain direction. Yeah. You need to... And then you, you just do the movements and done. And then you go to the next spot. And But hearing that from you guys where it's like, you know, uh, it starts off so nicely. It, it's mm. so sad. Because I like the developers can't really do much about it. Like mm -hmm. they 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 start off in a very like like glorifying way, like very passionate, and you can see that in the game. And then it just just goes down and down and down. Like has yeah. any one of yeah. you also experienced the ending? Because if it yeah. goes down, no, no, no. The, we, the we, ending we, is we bad too, or, the, the ending or is, is jaw droppingly disappointing. Because at that point. You're like, yeah. okay, right, right, this is the first chapter, and then they roll the credits, and you're like, you're fucking yeah, because... kidding me. I went through all that yeah. shite to get to this ending, oh, and you got nothing stop. more for me? Fuck yeah. you. Like, that's how I felt at the end of that. And the other thing I'd say no. is, do not, okay, big message to the developers, do not put a shotgun in front of me, have motion controls so that if I happen to miss that, I don't get the shotgun the rest of the fucking game. I didn't get a chance to shoot the shotgun. I love shotguns! Yeah, I it was. It's teleported onto your shoulder, dude. Like it, it would have been, been there. It would have been here. Like yeah, it would have been there the whole time. Back it up! <laughs> no, 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 that's, that's not true. Because I had the other gun on my on my back the entire time. We're not the. No, not the it's on both sides. They're Apparently, both you can akimbo. I just saw on this in the video. Sides? Yeah, yeah. I didn't. I didn't even know that because I was because uh, there were moments I was yeah. out of bullets and I was yeah. like, oh man. Yeah. Now who's a noob, right? Yeah. 
So, so would, you, would you guys recommend people playing this game, no, or is it because it no, doesn't sound very exciting? Don't give another money. thing is. Another thing is, it's, it's nice that you mentioned that, Zim. This feels like funding is cut. In the beginning, you had different choices. You could say, like, oh, I want to walk that way, or I want to walk that way. You would get shot if you would walk one way. Okay, I know that. But in, I, I kind of had the impression that, you know, multiple options were going to be available later in the game to choose as well. That was not the case anymore. It's just yeah. uh, very linear. But it's funny, like Nathan said about, like, uh, it's not a movie tie-in, because the trilogy is already done, right? Yeah, the movie so, uh, came out a year uh, ago. Like, yeah. yeah. Um, so but, you know, let's say let's say if this was like when when this like when this would have come out like before the movie would have then like then was for a movie experience for a movie game is it good enough then? That, then they couldn't charge this much money for it. It's a tenner, yeah. right? It's about ten pounds. It's around that yeah. price point. But yeah, but it's interesting because you said about the development funding being cut. That's kind of what it felt like. It's the same with Bravo Team we discussed last week, right? Um, And it seemed like it was a game that had real, like, passionate developers behind it. They had real promise. They were trying to do something different. And then it just becomes this generic game because the funding gets cut halfway through or the team gets cut in size and they have to rush something out. And, yeah, you're right. That's how it felt. Because it was like an hour and 20 minutes long, right? It took you to to finish it? It took hour 20 yeah it took me about an hour Probably maybe two hours i tend to be slow on these things yeah. well, i, I finished it under the hour though so <laughs> rowdy was like yeah so, man, this is but, straight so, through. So, so who developed this again because it almost sounds like the developers were able to yeah. buy a license of planet of the apes that that must be freaking expensive well, well, and then was... they make a game like who even thought about like hey let's now make a planet of the apes game or where so, they just delayed and they had to bring it out after the movie came out so it was made by Foxnet VR. Um, they're Foxnet like a official studio. Yeah. So, so, yeah. so, so, I don't know. Uh, they don't. Uh, they don't have anything else on their website that shows what other VR games they've made in the past. This, um, I, I still don't get and, why and, they and, want and, to bring this out now. But also, it was a UK-based studio called Imaginati um, that that developed it as well. I think they were involved in a lot of the motion capture stuff. Uh, so it was the two studios working together that brought it out. Yeah, um, yeah I don't know. Yeah, it, like you say, it was a strange timing for a game to come out, especially to go ahead, head-to-head with Skyrim. Yeah, okay, um, yeah, that's true. It, it had some nice elements with the climbing. The story could have been way, way better. It could have been more fleshed out. The shooting part of it, like you said, Zim, just then, just to drop the whole standard of the game down. Yeah. If, if it had a really small shooting section yeah. and then the guns were completely taken away, it would have been way more interesting. But I think I, I'm, I'm absolutely, the, the, the issue here for me is that, and I get more and more this way, I am, I'm sick of developers flushing their potential down the toilet. You know, they make mechanisms that are interesting, that could really help yeah. to boost VR and support it and get people excited for the next thing. Even if it's short content, that doesn't matter. But you can't drop off your quality like a feckin' cliff 20% into the game. But I think the problem is, and I, I do understand it from a developer's point of view, is that like you, you've got family to feed, right? You know, and if, uh, if, if the funding's being cut... No, no. Yeah, I doubt know, funding was cut for this, though. I really I really doubt. I don't think that's what happened you know, here. Yeah. Somebody, somebody, what happened, they had a timeline. And hmm. they had to push the content by a certain date. And then they had to rush the, the last bit and they didn't yeah. polish it and make it a complete experience. And you should, mm. honestly, it's always a bad decision. Companies, please listen. It's always a bad decision <laughs> to fix a date and say, I'm going to push it by that date. Why are the best developers out there, people like, you know, Rockstar and Valve, 
renowned for we'll release it when it's ready because that's what it takes to produce end to end consistently good content and that's what we need yeah yeah but i, I think i think developers understand that but it's investors that don't understand <laughs> true that. oh, yeah. that's the problem yeah. still and and still we don't know how many uh, copies they sold of this game it might be like like successful for them and it's like you know yeah. eh, maybe we sold a bad game people bought it anyway and they, they played yeah. it through and you know you don't you don't know that but of course you want to have your customers coming back so People will be like, hey, okay, this is, yeah, I don't know. For me, it's like, I don't feel like I want to play a Planet of the Ape, Ape game now because there is nothing really going on with that. It's not like something on its own. Let's say if you bring out a Star Wars game in VR, then it's always the right timing. But for something so, <laughs> true. like, you know what I mean? But mm. yeah, whatever. I wish that was better because I would give these guys a second chance. I really would. I thought that that first I 20% was... I feel sad, man. For the I, do. I feel sad too. I'm upset. Because you said, like, the start is very good. So if I'll get the tissue sound in a minute. I'm going to well up. <laughs> right. Well, right. Like, 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 imagine, imagine, like, you, you work, like, months and months on the yeah, like it's, first it's part of the cool. game, and it's really great, and everyone's super excited, and then you just see it going down as well while you are working on it. That must be horrible. I'd like to clarify yeah. here for a second. Um, people are claiming in chat that I'm not allowed to swear on the podcast, and that's why I use the word feck. I'm not going to be colorful now, but I will later. <laughs> And trust me, swears are allowed on this podcast. Yeah, yeah, that's true. They are. What? There's no, uh, there's no yeah. filter. This isn't net swear, neutrality, right? people. <laughs> yeah. I, I thought right. we could swear. It's not flipping net neutrality, yeah. is it, Mike? Yeah, you can do whatever the f you want to do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, yeah. moving on. Let's stop monkeying around. Let's move on to this new information, which is about a TV show that's coming called Kiss Me First. A bit of a strange name for a TV show that's all about VR, I thought, but anyway, we'll roll with it. Uh, Brian Ellisey, who is the co-creator of Skins, is bringing us a VR TV show uh, to our screens. Uh, it was initially to be shown on Channel 4 in the UK, but it will be coming to Netflix in the near future. So if you're not in the UK, don't worry, you will have access to it soon enough. Um, the show follows a main character called Layla, who's living alone in London after her mother dies tragically, and she's kind of left uh, alone. She doesn't really have many friends, many family, but she does have this uh, affinity with people in uh, a virtual world, which is called Azana, which is kind of like, a, you know, you sort of like log into it, a bit like the Oasis in Ready Player One. Oh. And uh, while she's uh, in Azana, uh, her avatar called Shadowfax stumbles across like a secret area that she wasn't supposed to find and finds like a group of people that are all hanging out in this kind of restricted area uh, that she didn't even know existed and it isn't sort of a, a mapped part of the world. Um, and the group of individuals are called Red Pill. Now it's kind of like a sort of renegade group of ragtag people that are a bit sort of loners, a bit sort of like outcast. But she, she, she finds, uh, yeah. <laughs> That's a good of, point, I guess it is. Reference. Yeah. Uh, finds sort of like a friendship there, but obviously things start taking a bit of a dark turn. Um, it's kind of a, like I would describe the whole show premise of what I've seen so far as a mix of Ready Player One meets Black Mirror. It's like that kind of virtual world and avatars and represented in CGI, but also with this like really dark undertone and twist to it. Has well, it already aired? Is it already out? Yeah, so the first How episode aired oh. last Monday. Uh, it's shown at 10 p.m. in the UK on Channel 4. Yeah. So the next episode, which is the second episode, will be uh, on this Monday coming. Again, mm -hmm. 10 o'clock. 
and then it will eventually come to Netflix soon enough, like within this, the next couple of months. This is, first of all, this is great news because this this not only means that that you know there's like something going on again on TV or Netflix that is about VR, but also it seems like it's mainstream enough for people to understand what yeah, this is yeah. and how it works, and that they can yeah. watch it and understand, you know, how uh, VR. That people find it interesting because otherwise it wouldn't make. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, about it. so that, that's it's it's the same with like I've seen two commercials this week on the uh, on the They're coming uh, for you, Nathan. <laughs> bro, the IOI, the IOI is coming. No, <laughs> no but uh, you know, like there were like two commercials on TV this week uh, in, in my country in the Holland land uh, that that were all about VR. So it, it seemed like like series and 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 commercials and everything. And and I've I've even saw the trailer of that that new James Bond movie. I, I forgot the name. There's oh, VR yeah. in there, so I'm yeah. like, whoa, it's everywhere. Yeah, VR everywhere. is normalizing now, and yeah, I think that's, that's a great cool. thing. Yeah, this is yeah, cool, Mike. Really I don't know. Cool I, didn't, I don't watch really TV. Cool again, really? Yeah, I can't um, remember what it was called. Johnny, uh, Johnny, Johnny something. Johnny English. Johnny English. Yeah. If you haven't yeah. seen the trailer for Johnny English, the new movie, go check it out. <laughs> near the end. Put him in a VR headset and something hilarious. Yeah. yeah. No, but um, this is so exciting. I I can't wait to check this out. After yeah. Player One and now having this this series uh, going online in a total different style as well because I I think yeah. this is a total different like story. So yeah, I'm 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 yeah. down. People, it's funny people are asking as well uh, if there's already a link to watch a show online. Uh, yeah, so if you're in the UK, you can just go onto the Channel 4 website and uh, watch it on Catch Up. Um, and obviously, if you're not in the UK, you're going to have to use some internet magic to do that. Um, otherwise, you're going to have to wait until it comes to Netflix. Um, but it's funny because they had a really, really good marketing uh, campaign about the show before it came out. And it, there wasn't really anything really known about the show. And then they just started tweeting pictures of this thing called a Xanaband, because obviously the oh, the virtual the world, the, yeah, the virtual world in in the show is called Azana, uh, and this Azana ba band is something you can wear around your neck, which simulates uh, pleasure or pain, uh, depending on what you're experiencing in the virtual world. But it's kind of like an outlawed device, like it's actually like illegal to use. But this kind of group of rebels that the main character finds all wear them. So, wait, wait, wait. So it simulates pleasure. How, how can you describe how that feels around your neck then? Because I, uh, well, I don't have one, so I don't know. <laughs> but, uh, just just any words of asking. Any is words it of pleasure massage your neck in a way or, uh, so I, I don't know exactly how it works, but like, um, you know, if you're feeling pain, it must sort of tap into some sort of like, uh, you know, receptors or nerves in your neck to replicate okay. that but kind of feeling. this was the thing, right? Like, I don't think it was, I don't think it was a was it was it, it was, fake? It was a total fake. Yeah, because you were really confused about it. And well, I wanted it. Had, it. I wanted the yeah. pain and pleasure. Because it, it had warnings on there about like you should be careful about how you use it, and you know people have been hurt yeah. using this thing. No, no, no. The best thing, the best thing was the seventy-three percent. Do you remember that seventy-three yeah, percent yeah. don't like had side effects or whatever, or had long, right. permanent long-term side effects? And That's I was right, like, yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah, like what? What a marketing uh, campaign! <laughs> awesome. Yeah, it was all—it was all a fake thing just to promote this um, this show. But this um, this this band? It reminds me a bit of that thing we talked about uh, before, like the three hundred and sixty. Uh, oh yeah, like, the three hundred and sixty yeah. jumping. It looks exactly the same. It's yeah. 
Can you also stream with it? <laughs> yeah. yeah and, can and, that back yeah. your pleasure? <laughs> <laughs> so I watched the first episode and I thought it was pretty interesting uh, premise for a show. You know, I liked the CGI bits. Uh, I thought that some of the references were a bit on the nose, like, you know, with the Matrix, the red pill thing, because yeah. they actually explained the reference in the show. And I didn't feel like they needed to explain it because people would just get it. You know, it's a bit like references, references in Ready People like one. us, though, it's, Mike, will get it, you know? Yeah, as soon as it's mainstream, they need to explain everything. You do know yeah, that, that you do know the Matrix was released in 99 or something like that, right? Wasn't yeah. It was out in like 2000, 2001. Yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I make think that's making me feel old. That's now. like 17 years ago, Mike. Yeah, all right, all right. You could be 17 yeah, and completely miss that It feels that like film. it was yesterday for me. I know, I love that <laughs> film too. Honestly, honestly, like the red pill, it doesn't, doesn't sound that sexy to me. I don't know why. Yeah, it's yeah. like a red pill. Like, what pill are you? You know. Uh, well, would you would you prefer a sexy blue pill? Uh, I don't know. Like, no. you you'll forget no, everything that's don't happened. Take the blue pill. Don't dude, dude, this 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 still sounds better. You know, this still high five. Yeah. Better. It's gonna be Ready Player One versus this new thing. No, it's gonna be Fanboys versus <laughs> Oh, that's the blue pill now. That's the blue pill. I got it. That's what happened, Mike. Blue pills for me. Mike. Yes. Mike, after so many years, you finally know what the blue pill's all about. How does this feel? Like this, this, this well, reveal. This is next level. I, I, I'm well. Me and Zim are going to be meeting up next weekend, so Zim can tell me all about how it works. I, I'm intrigued. Two, Mike. Know. There's two in there. Two supplements. So, make maybe sure, not, make sure nobody hears you guys when you guys say like, "Oh, we're going to be popping some pills." You know. Yeah. Take a couple of pills, have a good time, chill out. That's that's what it's all about, right, Zim? Um, anyway, <laughs> no, I'm not, I, I did not agree. say anything. About this being compared to Beats, uh, Beats, no, no, yeah. let's yeah. move on. Yeah. So the headsets themselves that they use in uh, the to log into the Yazana world, they kind of look like DK1 headsets with like these like yeah. bolted on antennas. They look really crap, uh, in my opinion. Uh, nowhere near as cool as like the Oasis headsets in Ready Player One. But I, you know. I, I, I does not compute. So you got this this band that is very uh, high and fast. Uh, yeah. And then you got this 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 bulky thing on your head. I, yeah, exactly. And it looked like they got like a like antennas from like a Wi-Fi router and just bolted <laughs> them onto the top. They looked like little bug antennas. It looked lame. Um, oh, but awesome. other than that, the, the show itself was uh, was actually pretty interesting. I thought it was kind of cool. I'm definitely intrigued to find out what happens in the story next. But I won't spoil anything for you. Lo um, loads so of people yeah. are saying they're putting it on their watch list, Mike, and I would too. But I do kind of feel. That there's been this like undercurrent of you trying to convince me to buy into Netflix because I'm an Amazon Prime dude. So thank yeah. you, Mike, for trying just, to make me watch, spend more money. What? Just Black watch your uh, Channel Four. Catch this, up for free. Uh, I'd have to yeah, pay for a TV true. license for that, wouldn't I? Oh, well, you should. That, yeah, that is true. I, I can watch although, TV. Although, although there are also some good VPNs out there. <laughs> Hey, uh, yeah. magic of hello. the internet, Rowdy. Magic of the internet. We don't hey, talk about hey, it. But, <laughs> hey, but for, for, for the Netflix people out here, uh, like uh, remember, they hate us because they ain't us. You know. So that's true. That's true. So uh, we are going to wrap this uh, week's show up. Uh, we're going to maybe take a couple of questions from you guys if you've got any yeah. questions in the chat while I wrap it up. Uh, we didn't talk about the Infinidec, but we have to be sort of on time this week. Well, please so skip we will... that because it's going to be like a long story. That's that's yeah, uh, yeah. nice to talk about. We will definitely talk about it on next week's show oh, because yeah, it is totally. an interesting topic indeed. Uh, yeah. But just, uh, yeah, chuck your questions in the chat while I just go over the times again. Yes. So uh, obviously this is a, a weekly VR, AR and MR talk show live streamed every Saturday on Nathie's YouTube channel. Tune into the show live 
live at 4 p.m. in Europe, 3 p.m. in the UK, 9 a.m. in Central US. If you missed the live stream, you can catch up with the re-upload, which I do every Sunday on my own channel, Virtual Reality Oasis, or check out the audio-only version, which is available on Google Play Music, iTunes, and on SoundCloud. And please leave us a review. We'd love that because that will really help us out. So, yeah, yes. let's go with uh, some questions. Uh, five minutes of questions, and then we'll wrap it up. Let's go. Ooh, yeah. We got uh, someone asking if it was possible to increase the field of view still in Skyrim, but I don't think that is the case because for virtual reality headsets, the field of view is pretty much fixed to the headset, right? Yeah, that's right. You're stuck to 110 degrees uh, of the headsets themselves. Same with the Vive Pro, same with the Vive, same with the the, the Rift. I mean, um, plus if, if you could, then your controllers would be too far away and they would not align with your hands anymore because like more field of view also means that you're like maybe further away from your, or not, I don't know. Like you can't increase it digitally, plus, right? I mean, one thing you, kinda... One thing, if you do that FOV, uh, if you did that change, um, scale would be off. So, you, And oh. this is one of the things that, that you would notice, especially if you're a VR veteran, the, the second you get into a game, this, the mm. world scale and your your relative size against objects is something that you'll notice. So yeah, you don't want it. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> we got a, we got a good uh, a good uh, uh, suggestion from uh, Paradise Decay. Uh, if Mike comes back from the show uh, next week with hair, we know that he took the blue pill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, we should, also, we should, I'll, we should I'll have say a that. smile on my face, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We should we should also say that Mike that uh, Mike and I will be at rest. <laughs> So yeah. if you're in London, <laughs> Resd is running. It's oh, it's actually yeah. my favorite UK convention. I've been to it yeah. a few times, and it's something that I, I'd recommend not missing if you can still get tickets. Um, mm-hmm. They're Friday through Sunday, so catch yeah. us this week. Yeah. And that's the thing, like, if you're going to be at Rest uh, in London and you want to meet up with us, then just follow us on Twitter because that's yeah. probably the best place to get hold of us. Definitely. We'd love to uh, meet up with some fans, uh, you know, take some pictures, talk about yeah. VR generally, grab a beer maybe in the evening. That would be really, really cool, definitely. So if you're around, come come say hi. Absolutely. Yeah. What's faster, European or African swallow? <laughs> I have definitely. no idea what that is. That's a horrible question, I'm sure. Uh, I, uh, I, I'm confused. Is anyone yeah. here getting the Pimax 8K? If so, do you know when you're getting it? I think the there is no date yet for the back. Like, still, still, still no I, date. I, yeah. Consumer versions are being no test test versions are being sent out to a selected amount of reviewers. Right. Yeah. That's the last news that we got. That yeah. they're they have selected a couple of reviewers. I don't know what criteria they use for that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, uh... And they they have sent them out to people but, only, yeah. of course, to people that actually purchased it. Yeah. Which is kind, kind of strange of for a reviewer. Anyone well, know? Nicely. To, uh, the previous question about like the field of view because say if you played Skyrim with the Pimax then it probably would be that wide field of view that offers you know like 210 degrees field of view this magical field of view that it offers yeah yeah that's what I'm saying so like if they haven't tested with the headset yeah. It would be interesting to see how they, uh, they 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 work with that you know whether it is something I'm that guessing it won't be that much of a change I guess I'm guessing it won't be that much of a change for them to implement that, but I think it will need to be implemented on a on a on a developer level rather than yeah. uh, the Pimax needs to do that. But the yeah. question is, uh, is anyone getting a Pimax? Yes, I'm going to get a Pimax. I, I I haven't bought one because I'm like you know if they want to send me one and then they want me to check it out and tell everyone about it if it's good or not, fine. But I don't feel like I want to pre-order one because I like. You know, I because then people think like, oh, if Nate pre-ordered one, then then it then it's a fine headset. Like I, 
I want to wait until like it's actually out and then see what happens because I, I also, I'm like on a 50-50 here. I, I just don't know what to think about it. Yeah, and also we want to see the consumer version that they're going to be shipping out. And oh, yeah. up to this date, we don't have any idea yet uh, what that's going to be. Yeah, yeah. that's true. So uh, Climax, if you are watching, we would love to check it out. If anyone, if there was if someone else, if we know someone who's getting a, a Pimax of the reviews, I think maybe Sui might be getting one. He's yeah, getting two, uh, isn't he? No, but I mean, if the of the review version, oh, the review version, so people, right? Early, yeah. yeah. yeah the review version, like that, that sounds so strange to me. It is like, weird. Review version. Yeah. It sounds like here. Take this one. This one's been synced up is... with the extra special <laughs> sauce. That's, that's how it sounds like to me. It does but... sound that way. I don't there's, know. Yeah. There's we another question here. Hours about climax. Before we so just quickly before we, before we uh, wrap it wrap it up. Um, yeah. Last week's show, I gave you sort of like a little uh, riddle, like a rhyme uh, from Megan Mason. She posted it. No mm. one's come up with the answer yet. So if you're still intrigued about this riddle and rhyme, go and check out the end of last week's show where I say it. And if you do get it right, then I will give you a key to brass tactics that's what i'll give you so um okay. go and go and check out the riddle and um if you if you can solve it and megan confirms that you're right then you'll get a key for brass tactics on the oculus rift from the oculus store sophia okay. here was asking and i think we've answered this two podcasts ago do you have any news about the ready player one games when did we cover that was that last session or the session before because i think it was the session before yeah, so you can actually play them right now, but you need to have Vive port installed. So if you've got oh, a, a Vive or a Rift, you can play you can play it on both Rift and Vive yeah. using Vive port, but Vive port is garbage, quite frankly. Garbage. So uh, I would avoid it. Or or you can use Sensar to check out the environments of Ready Player One, and you don't need Vive port for that. That's true. And also, Rise of the Gunters will be a standalone release that will be coming to Steam yes. that won't include anything from Viveport. So uh, I think that's coming soon. Beware. Beware. Yeah. Okay, so we're going to wrap the show up. I hope you guys have enjoyed the show. We obviously love meeting up every Saturday to talk to you guys. Really, really appreciate all the feedback that you give us in the comments as well. Like I said, leave us a review on iTunes or SoundCloud. That will really help us out. And we'll see you, of course, in next week's show. Take care and bye-bye. Bye-bye.